0: Good morning, everybody. Today, mister we'll be learning about Chaf Aleph and Masechah's Gitten. Okay, but we, uh, I did set us behind the eight ball because I got overly excited yesterday. So we're in the middle of Chaf Amor Bez, buyer of Papa. We're talking about a very fascinating thing, Barry. The get, um, just an interesting thing that we learned yesterday. Let's, lear, let's use this as the basis. Um, when a husband gives a wife a get, al Islam, <laughs> Um, does the actual parchment, right? It's not worth more than the paper that it's written on. So, you know, when you're a Mekadesh, a woman, you have to be Mekadesh for something that's, you know, Shevapruta, that has some value. The get doesn't have to have any value, but there is a concept that you can't have, as Rashi explains, Milim Porchim Be'avir, right? Porchos Be'avir. That the, the words have, have to have something that they're on, right? Osios Porchos Be'avir is what Rashi says. Now, okay, what do I mean? As follows, when you, and it's just, it really, it's, it's, it's abstract, but if a man gives a woman a get, and he says to her, after this get is, is over, after this procedure is over, I want the paper back, so I want the parchment back, that'll actually work, right? Because the procedure is over, and you could say that there's a Tofas and a Torah We'll Talk about the anatomy of a get, right? There's sort of like the receipt, right? You're going to need to have proof of purchase, so to speak, right? Of the fact that you had it, that, um, that you did this get. But in theory, right, in the abstract, that piece of paper doesn't need to belong to her in order for this get, right? Um, in order for this get to uh, actually work. However, if a man says to the woman, I'm giving you... This piece of paper, I'm giving you this get, but the paper is mine now, right? Like, he never transfers it to her. So then that is a lack of venason, right? That is a lack of an iscina. There's no transfer. And you can't just transfer letters in the air. That's right, osios b'ovir, right? You can't just transfer letters in the air. So there's this interesting thing where even though she doesn't need to have anything of value, there needs to be something holding the letters together in order for there to be an iscina. Okay, so that's 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 an interesting thing. The doesn't necessarily require it to be valuable, but the nesina certainly would require it to be present enough to hold the letters together. So to that end, Rav Papa wants to know. By Papa, shita shita teva of What if the husband says, you know what, you can have the portion of the parchment that's under the letters, right? But everything else is mine, right? I want to retain ownership of the entire background of the get. What would be the halacha? Right? He gave her the part of the paper that the letters are sitting on, but he didn't give her the part of the paper that's holding the letters together. And the Gemara says "Teku." right? The Gemara doesn't know the answer. And again, what, so you might ask, uh, Andrew, why is that a question? I mean, are they still floating in air? So the answer is yes and no, right? They're not really floating in the air. They're sitting, the letters are sitting on top of the parchment that he gave her. Right, so they have something to sit on. It's just that they're not connected. So, okay. But the Gemara says, "Wait a minute." The safer of There is a halacha that we're going to uh, that we're going to learn that when it says safer, right? Cause because the cuss of Law safer Kriusus is the pasuk in Ginn. When it says safer, it only says it in the singular, which is to say, it has to be one document. You can't just give her pieces of documents, right? You can't give her strips of document or like letters, right? Like alphabet s- soup, right? When you're giving her, when you're giving her the document. Right? That's what I mean. So, you know, in the case that Rafapa's scenario that Rafapa created, it should be definitely not okay. You can't just give her the letters. You have to give her the letters arranged on top of a single document. So the Gemara says, no. Aha the Rav Papa's question could still work because ora means that it's attached. Attached in what way? So Rashi explains attached in the way that the letters like the the leg of a kuf is attached to like the head of a lamed. So that's what Rashi says. We don't have to read inside because we're really behind. But the point is, right, the letters themselves because of the configuration of the letters are attached to each other. There is, okay, we can get into Tostas, we can get into, uh, right, there's a Tosas over here, that talks about how does this apply to Sophrastam. In other words, there is a question, Barry, when it comes to Sophras, I know you're Balcore, can the letters touch? So it could be, Tosas points out, in a get, yes, according to this question, according to this analysis of her papa, the letters can touch, and it is the letters touching that holds it together. And so what you basically have is like a lattice work. Do you ever see like an uh, that's made out of metal and all the letters are connected to each other, but there is no background, right? We have one of those. So that is how the get would look. And that is one safer, at least in the sense, that it's one piece. Uh, but can you do that for a safer Torah? Can the letters touch, or do they need to have a border of parchment or just uh, clear around them, okay? That's correct. So Tostos is pointing out here, right, is there a raya here that it is okay, that it's not okay? What would be, what would be the idea? Because after all, how would, how would, it, uh, how do you define ksiva with respect to the idea of having what mukafos gvil me'arbaruchoseha, right? That they should have stuff uh, around it. Mary is pointing out that by a safer Torah, it's obvious that it does, and so just to be a little more precise. By Sefer Torah, it's obvious that it does. It seems that by a get, there's a machlokas whether it does. And this would suggest that maybe one side of the machlokas, which is to say that maybe by by a get, it doesn't because otherwise, what is this answer that they are actually touching together? Thank you, Barry. Right? Okay. That's what I meant, Barry. Okay. Okay. So now the middle of the page. So we go, by Rami Barchama. Uh-oh. We're trying to catch up and we have Rami Barchama. He's always asking a very happy abstract question. Well, let's see what he says. So what's going on here? Okay, so let's say Frank is going to get divorced from Susan. Okay, so Frank, uh, everybody knows this is Frank's slave. And as we said, this is apropos to our Mishnah, because our Mishnah says that you can write a get on an evid's hand in a very specific circumstance. Okay, so he's writing, so, so Frank has the get written on his hand. And who shows up to Besdin, so to speak, to the rabbi's office? F- Susan. Susan shows up with the Eved at her side with this get written on his hand, mahu. So what's the Lacha, Rabbi Baruchana wants to know? The question is as follows. Do we say, aknuya aknele is like this? Is this what it looks like? It could be that the husband said, and, right, in other words, he wrote as our Mishnah suggests. He wrote the get, right, how does this look? Our Mishnah says you could write a get on a slave's hand. So, what does that mean? You write, you get the, let's say, the get written with all the accoutrements and all the mahadrin badats, get, lishmo, lishma, on the slave's hand, and then you say, you hand the wife the slave. So that's one possibility. That would be the standard way that a get would be given. Odilma wants, wants to know. who Maybe this slave was not given, right? But he went on his own. He showed up at, this, at her apartment, right? They're already separated. He shows up at Susan's apartment and he says, let's go. Let's get you divorced. Well, what would be the difference? The difference is very fundamental. There's an issue of a of la vinna san la. The issue is, was there an asina? So when you have an inanimate object that you can write a get on, so the only way she could have gotten it is if he transferred it to her somehow. But this dude has his own mind of his own, literally. This get, as it were, it has a mind of its own. And so there was there an asina or not? And do do we assume that there was or not? That's the question. Okay. So Amarav, typically the chas of Shokali is Daifu. So the first thing Rav wants to know is, what about the fact that it it's uh written on his on his arm. Uh, I'm going to say it again for the sake of uh, brevity. I just want to for expedience. I want to make sure that we say it outside. What's going on here now is that they think that it's written like let's say with a pen that can be erased. And we already said if something's written with a pen that can be erased. So then it's no good because you don't know if it's legitimate. Right. Um, And then we are going to end up saying that it's real ink. Are, are like branded on there, right? So once it's really indelible, then that issue goes away. But so first, let's just get through that issue, right? So the first thing is, the right? maybe it's something that can be, in fact, right, uh, messed with because it's not so permanent. Right, so the Gemara points out, you know, once you have that issue, so then that's a question not only on our case of Ari of Abraham, it's a question on our mission. Our mission says that you could write it on the uh, hand of an effort. So How does that work? So the Gemara is going to say, Well, first of all, Wow. Well, you might say that Rava's question might not apply to our Mishnah because, uh, Rav, Rav, because Rami Bar-Chama, when he asks his question, is maybe not asking in, in the context of Ede Mesira, but he's asking about Ede Chasimah. Watch, watch this. Our Mishnah says you could write it, again, our Mishnah says you could write it on the hand of an Evan. So, maybe they're talking about Adam Basira, but Rabbi Be'lazer he. Right? Why, why does the fact that it's Rabbi Be'lazer help? Because, as our, uh, as Rashi and Argamar is going to explain, Adam Basira ironically means that the ksiva is less critical. I'll say it outside again. When you say that Adam right, we have a fundamental machlokas in all of Giddin. Rabbi Elozer says that the only thing that we care about is, so to speak, is the and Basira. So, the question is, what is the la? If you're saying that all you need to do is see the adam right passing over the the, the star right um, testifying to the star, so then what does the vikasavla mean? So vikasavla means that the ksiva has to be a proper ksiva and it can't be mezuyah. In other words, ironically, because the adam Sira, right are what we are focused on, the writing of the actual get right has to be more uh, has uh, is more important in a sense uh because the actual writing is what it means when it says the of law. As opposed to if you hold aid chasima, then the cus of law is talking about the signatures. It's talking about the chasima itself. And therefore that's what that's so so that's what it's saying. It says our Mishnah is holding where the Kseiva is less uh is uh, right because less the is less critical because uh is more critical because of the cuss of law vermissira, veraballazari. Right? And therefore um Again, Rabbi Luzri, right, I'll read, I'll read it inside when it comes. Because, again, the Edim is he, Rabbi Lazar, the Kisiva should be less critical, and therefore our mission says it can be written on the Even, But Edim is here, because we're focusing on the Edim is here. And Rami bar Kasha. Rami bar is clearly talking about a case he holds like Rabbi Meir. Why is he clearly talking about Rabbi Meir? Because there's no Edim, right? The whole point of Rami bar right, is that you need the Edim Hasima, and that's the kasha, because if you need the aid of Hasima, then that means that whatever is written on his arm can, has to be in, indelible. Because according to Rami bar right, the whole case is the wife is showing up with this evid. If there were Eidim to this, so then there'd be no question of Rami bar right? In other words, the whole situation of Rami bar is a woman shows up with the slave, and we don't know whether the slave was handed over or whether the woman right, showed up and the slave came of his own volition. Well, if we have Eide Mesira, right, so then we don't have the question, the question never gets off the ground because that conundrum of whether the slave came on his own or he was handed over, that's going to be resolved by the Eidim, and the Eide Messira will tell us exactly what happened. But here, the whole question is, how do we address, Rami Rachama's question is, how do we address the, the writing on the Eved's arm? Well, that has to be Rabbi Meir. that has to be Eide Hasima, right, because it's the whole crux of the question is, you have a slave here with a get written on his arm. We don't know whether he was transferred because we don't have any aid in. Can we trust the signatures on his arm? So again, our Mishnah may be going according to Rabbi Lazar. Our Mishnah may be saying, yeah, of course. Okay, so he has the get on his arm. And the question of our Mishnah is, is that enough of a get that if we have a asira that it actually would work? Right? But the question of Rami Barchama is a very different question. We say, it's, the question there is in the absence of Eide Mesira, right, can we trust the writing on his get? It's a very different question. That's the answer we're saying so far. So now the Gemara says no. It's also not a question of Rami Barchama because it's a real tattoo. Once it's an indelible t- tattoo, so then the issue of whether we could trust it as if it's a get is not the issue. The only question is, was he handed over, or did he come his own volition? So that's what the Gemara says. <speaking in Hebrew> right? <speaking in Hebrew> because once you say <speaking in Hebrew> once you've said that answer for Rami Bar you can say that our mission is also talking about a tattoo, and you don't have to say that it's a, Rabbi Lazar of de Mesira, uh, Rabbi Lazar, right, uh, or anything like that or Rabbi Meir we just say it's like a get it's just a question of how did he get it so my Havia laws because okay, so what are we going to answer to Rabbi Bar so it did do we trust this get or, get or not so the truth is the answer is much simpler than you could have thought it says tashmad amar Lakish, had godros lahan so the answer comes from Rish Rishlakish says had godros godros are animals that require a gader right a fence what are godros if you require a fence it means that you're moving around godros ein lahan chazaka. Don't don't get intimidated by the nuclear word chazaka, the nuclear lamedish word. All it means is like this. Normally we say possession is nine tenths of the law, right, Andrew? If you ha- you're holding something in your hands, so then that means that you were given it, you acquired it. But that's true of all things that are immovable. But godros or anything else that's kind of always moving around, so just because you have it now doesn't mean that. It was given to you. It could have ran around and you grabbed it. So that would be same thing of the Eved, right? The Eved has a mind of its own. So anything with a mind of its own that's itinerant to just running all over the place is something where possession already at that point becomes... Not halachically relevant because having a possession of it just means that it ran to you in the moment, but it doesn't have any chazaka, right? Woman shows up with the Evid, There is no chazaka. There is no assumption that she was given it because the Evid has a car Barry. Right? So, like, you can't assume that it was, that's, that's the whole question of Rami Barahama. So, oh. So, once you say that, that Eileen Khazaka said her showing up is just simply not enough, because you'd have no evidence of Nasina, okay? Uh, and you need that as a component of the procedure of the Git and Fine. So, now, eight lines up from the bottom. Boy, Rami Barahama, another question. Okay. Everyone knows, again, Frank and Susan, everyone knows this is Susan's favorite serving dish and she shows up with her favorite in other words there's an inheritance from her family right she came into the family with this thing so she owns it and the, and, but all of a sudden lo and behold the husband got a get written on it so you can write it on the get again we're talking about the Mishnah uh, our Mishnahs were written and all kinds of weird things um, and so the question is what's the question of Rabbi Rehama it says so then subsequent to that the husband says you know the, i'm giving her this get so with this with this serving dish mahu what's the problem i'll say it outside again I heard it translates tabla as a tablet. yeah a tablet okay yeah so a tavla sounds like the word tablet and it means the word tablet i i said uh serving dish because i don't know what a tablet is eh? I mean i <laughs> but also uh, <laughs> right right um but, but you right, it would be a tray or a tablet, because before we had those cases, right? A tray or a tablet or that kind of thing. It's written on something that, that she values, okay? Uh, right, okay, so let's say tablet. You guys know what a tablet, okay, so let's, So the, but the question is very like this. Here's the alumnus question. It, it was the woman's tablet, okay? She. Uh, but 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 what we need is for the husband to give her the get And he has to own it In other words, in order to give something You have to own it and then transfer it to the other person But Andrew, we know that it's the woman's tablet So how did the husband end up with the tablet? So the question is Can we trust the woman to have given proper uh, ownership To the husband of the tablet? If we do So then she just said, here, here's, here's my tablet I'm just as interested as, as getting divorced as you are write it on this tablet and then give it to me or did she, when she gave it to him knowing that he's going to give it back to her did she not have a complete da'as to be makna this is where rabbi rechama gets abstract in other words the woman has to it, the question here is when she knows she's getting it back is she going to do a complete transfer of ownership or is she just going to like think that it's a charade and not have a full Intent to transfer ownership. If we don't trust her to have a full intent to transfer ownership, then the get shouldn't be good because it's a lack in the Nasina, right? So that's what the gemara. is asking. Mahu. Did she actually transfer ownership intentionally to him and therefore it's really his to give it back? Oh Dilma, uh, you can say the word Isha or not Lo yada Or maybe she does not know, right? As Rashi says. She ain't matana right. He knows she knows it's coming back, so she doesn't have the um, the intention to give the matana fully. So now the gemara wants to answer Rami Bar How do we tell whether she gave it fully? So Amar afu eid al kfar Sadi And when and when you say afu eid, you're talking about a mission and adios, which they came and they all testified on all the stuff that they had heard and they were collating it. So there was a suburb. Uh, on the side of Yerushalayim, there was a big Talmud and he was also a Gvir. He had a lot of money, and he used to be, uh, but he wasn't into like the administrative part of lending money. He was very generous, but not a not a detailed guy. So what would you do? So people would come to him, and he would lend them money, big tzaddik, but he would write a document in their hand, Ve'acherem Chosmin. Okay, so what's the situation? The situation's like this, Barry. If, if I lend you money, right, and I want the money back, I have to like kind of hold on to the star, right, because I need to have proof that you owe me the money, okay, but the way this guy did it, he didn't have, he's like, I'm not gonna organize all this, I'm not gonna keep a file of who owes me money and who doesn't. Here, here's your star, take the star, take the money, like work it out with your lawyer, or with your accountant, or with your bookkeeper, and just like give it back when you can. Well, that's and and yet and so that may not work because you need to have right. You need to have the proof of a star kinyan. Now, again, the Tosas has to point out this is not a star raya. This isn't like an uh, a star raya where you have to show that the, because uh, otherwise, what's the difference? In other words, if all you're looking for is the proof of the of of the of the loan. So then, it doesn't really matter who owns it. But if you have a sh'tar kinyan, which is getting a little detailed here. But if you if you have a sh'tar kinyan, which is what indicates right that this is actually affecting the loan. So that has to be in the right hands. Be that as it may, So they asked if the star is in the wrong hands. Is that a problem? And they said no, it's not a problem. So similarly here, if it if the star of the get is in the wrong hands, why is it an issue? So. The obvious answer is, what do you mean? So the Gemara says, wait a minute. With regards to, to the Mishnah, right, there is, for, with regards to the Mishnah in Adios, right, so we say, how does that work? You need a safer mikne, and we know that there has to be a real star Kenyan, and you don't have it because it's the wrong hands. So the Gemara says, So at this point in Adios, the Gemara says that even though Right, this chacham that even though this chacham uh, doesn't have it in the right hands, that it should be valid, and that's what Rashi explains here that even though the woman expects it back, it's valid for the moment that she has it. So again, what's the comparison? The mission at ADS, so you had a guy who's giving a star kinyan to somebody else, and he knows it's coming back to him, and yet the whole kinyan works and the star kinyan works. So similarly, shouldn't it work for the woman? So I would say, what are you talking about? I'm a Rava. Rava says, what are you talking about? I kusha, Zuk and shiny the other like nuye. First of all, a zakeh is different, as we arrive finally, that the zakeh knows that he has to transfer it for real. So in other words, even though he seems like he's being casual, he's being maknae'ed in a very real way. And the whole question of Rabbi Barham is, does the woman know to do that? So it says the Gemara, Okay, an arev, this is the case where there's no edim, and an arev is maknae'ed back and forth, an arev is a guarantor. Right? And so this is, again, like a guy who's very generous, but kind of casual. The Chis, Chisim Shtaris means the, right, the whole transaction and the whole writing of the contract already took place. And they said, you know, Andrew says that he's willing to co-sign. So Andrew says, you know, Andrew's casual with these kinds of things. So he just shows up. He said, yeah, yeah, just tell him where to sign. And he just gives it as John Hancock, okay? But the Arav is, is back and forth. In that context, because when Andrew says, "Let me see that," he takes it and he's mocking it, he signs it and he gives it back, and still go, and still go with Has In other words, it, it's true that you're not going to be able to collect from Misshu right, uh, Badim, which is like already again you could spend months on these suyas. This is what uh, Shemuel Lublin was complaining about. He said he would love to talk for two months about Meshubadim versus Nechorim, but the point is Meshubadim would be a higher level because you can't do that after the fact, right? In order to, co- to collect from somebody's already, right, um, al- already spoken for assets, then all of this would have had to take place, including all the signatures prior, right? Because anybody who buys assets from you needs to be aware of everything that happened uh, already up to that point, so that you 're not going to be able to collect from, but the point is that you can collect from Nechorin, which is to say that the, at least the star is legitimate right from the time that he signs it, that star is legitimate, and so that should be Uriah, the fact that the star is legitimate, even though the cosigner is taking it back and forth and being magnet, it should, it should still work. so Amaravashi, my it 's the same thing. Shiny, the other like Nuya, yeah. Andrew literally kosher money. He does this kind of like for a living. He he he's familiar. He's in that is uh, in the business. So of course he knows that you have to be it. But the whole question is a woman. Uh, this is not something that she does every day, and therefore she may not have the right to ask. And that's what Rami Bar wants to know. So Ela Ravashi, has his own answer. koteva is Gita Shovro. Yeah, we're going to learn that. tomorrow. It's on on the Beiz. That a woman is, is, uh, can write her own get, she ain't get, Okay, so again, uh, if you're holding, it like we'll learn in the Mishnah of says the woman is aware, right, of the fact that she has to be fully transferred, the, the document, we conclude that in, in Rami Rahama's case, that she knew exactly what she was doing also. In other words, if you could trust the woman to write the get, because the kima get is b'chosmav, so then you should be able to trust her that she knows what she's doing. In other words, women uh, don't do it every day, but they get enough guidance to be trusted to write the get. And therefore, we can assume that they get enough guidance to be trusted to know what to do with the kenyan of the get. That's what that means. Wow. Fine. Okay, so seven lines down. How about this? Uh, Rabba wants to know a case where a get is transferred to a woman in an interesting way. He writes a get, gives it to his eved, and then he gives the eved as a gift. So now the now the star is in the eved's hand, so to speak. The get is in the eved's hand, and it transfers to her. So he's not giving her the actual get, but by giving her the eved with the get in his hand, is that work as a nesina? Right? What would be the, quick, the what would be the case? So Rava says. She simultaneously is Kona the ebed and is Mizgaresh from the Get. That it works. In other words, you don't have to give the Get. You can give a gift that's holding the Get, in this case, a slave, and that would work. Am I? But why should that work? <laughs> Rashi quotes, <laughs> this is in Shnai Mokhazim, but we have a principle that is Lomdish and we don't have time to get, there's a very Mishivish daf over here which says that when you have a moving target, like a moving courtyard, and moving there, you can't make a kenyan on it. And isn't this evad a moving evad? So how are you makna the moving eved? That's not supposed to be a kenyan. Like, maybe he's standing. Ravah already said that as long as he can, Actually walk, then even if he's sitting and standing, it's still considered a chutzpah and you can't be cone with it. Says the gemara, Okay, yeah. <laughs> he gives us a slave; he's tied up in the trunk with the like with the get tied to his body. So now, okay, so now he's an inanimate object. Crazy case, right? So the evident, if he's an inanimate object and he's being delivered that way with the get like attached to him, so then that'll work. Okay. Uh, for the more, so now let's talk about an actual courtyard, right? He wrote a get for his wife, put it in his own chutzre. So this is a similar case, right? Because he's not giving it in her chutzre. He has his own chutzre, and then the matana love. and then he gives the shtar matana to give them the as a matana. That's an interesting question, Barry, isn't it? Because we're going to learn, and we already have uh, alluded to this. If so the woman has her own chutzre and he throws it into her chutzre, the chutzre is like her yad, right? The chutzre is. Like giving, it, it's like giving it to her. Okay, in that case, that would be an asina. But here, he first put it in his own chazer, and then he gave her the chazer. So, is the giving of the chazer considered an asina of the get? Right, because the get because the get is in it. Okay, so says the Rava Knasahum Misgareshes both like the Eved. He holds that that should work that she's come to the Sada, and she's Misgareshes on the get therein. So the Gemara and you need to learn both the Sada and the slave. The Yeshmin and Eved Eved. If you would have only learned the Eved, you would have thought only the Eved. Why? Because the Rashi explains here, he can't give the get to someone else's Eved, but he he can put it in someone else's Chatsar. In other words, he doesn't own someone else's Eved; he has no shayches to somebody else's Eved. So he's ne- that that he would never do. But Barry, I could theoretically, right, throw the get into into someone else's Chatsar and then buy the chatzar, and then sell the chatzar. So because of the fact that a chatzar has the ability, right, you could just throw it in there and then start selling it around, and that's how he explains it, that there's an issue that if you're going to allow this to happen, maybe there is going to be a scenario where you don't throw it into your own chatzar, you throw it into someone else's chatzar, and then there really is not a direct Nasina from the husband to the wife, and that's problematic, and therefore you have to learn that the would still work because we are not concerned about that. So that's why we learned the chatzar. However, If we only learn the chatzar, I have mean a Dafka chatzar. Well, evad or Yeah, but evad you would make a gezera that of of kafos atu sheino kafos, right? Because after all, that is indeed a unique case where he's tied up in the trunk. Maybe you would say that evad because there are scenarios where he's not tied up in the trunk would not actually be a good uh, delivery method of the get, and therefore kamash malan that both throwing it into a chatzar and giving it as a gift or throwing it uh, tying it to the tied up evad and giving it as a gift. Both of those gifts work as a nesina of a get, which is a big chiddush of Ravah indeed. So now, Amar Abaye, you think Abaye is going to sit at the basement and listen to this and sitting down? I don't think so. This sounds like a weird way to give a get. Mechdi. Chatzah is israbi miyada. Wait a minute. We learned that you could put a get into a woman's chatzah uh, and divorce her that way because the chatzer is like her yad. And the development of the thought was as follows. Just like when you stuff it into the woman's hand, right? You can give it to her and stuff it in her hand, and she could take it willingly, or she, you could even force it into her hand, right? But physically, you could do both. So, similarly, the chazer, you could do both, right? Because she can't stop you from putting it in her chazer. The hamatana. But in the case where she's receiving it as a gift, Midaita itza bal korcha Wow, baye. that is a nice lamda shaila. In other words, she can't refuse a get that's stuffed into her hand, but she can refuse a gift, right? Because Gitten and matana have different halachas. Andrew is a of matanas; he doesn't like gifts, so he is he. But right, so rejection of a get is something that we build into the system that really she we can force her to accept the get, but we can't ever force anybody to accept a gift. So, how do these cases of rubber work, Barry? How do you uh, attach a get to a gift when a get can't be refused but a gift can? How does that work? So, matkeflar of simi bar ashi, so uh oh, Um kabbalah, wait, we can have such a thing because we have the idea of making a shliach to receive a get, the midaita isabal korchalesa, and that has to only operate with the wife's consent. What I've seen is saying, a nice lambdish idea, that you know, that we allow a woman to make a shliach to receive a get, well, guess what? That's also something that requires, right, cognitive um, approval of the wife. So the, the fact that that is allowed, that that is required, shouldn't that be an indication of the fact that we do allow things that typically require her consent and despite the fact that it's not exactly like her yad, right? We say that that's okay, right? So why shouldn't the chatzar act like, that's what it means, why shouldn't the Chatzer act like a shleach la Kabbalah, right? And therefore, since that can be done uh, uh, with her consent, maybe that should be the halacha that just like a chatzor could be accepted, or just like, I'm sorry, a shlichach la-Kabbalah can accept the get, so too a chatzor can accept the get. So the gemar of a baye, atu shlichos miyada is this learned from shlichos? No. In other words, a shilcha should even work bal korcha. In other words, a baye is not going to um, agree with Rassimi's barashi's analysis over here because he's saying that you learn the Shlichus of Kabbalah from something else, not from Yada, And therefore, the Shlichus has, is an exception, right? Because you learn an din. Of the fact that she can make a shlich la Kabbalah from B'shilach and not from miyada, it means that shlich is a separate, unique idea. But when it comes to chazer, you don't have a separate, unique idea. The idea of chazer is the idea that the chazer is like her yad. So that, those are two different things. In other words, the has its own set of rules because we learn it from its own separate source. And therefore, yes, it, that would require her cognitive uh, uh, consent. But a chatzar has to be like a yad. A shlichus doesn't have to be like a yad. If a chatzar has to be like a yad, so then it should work without consent, and therefore this rava's halacha of handing it over as a gift should not work because gifts can be refused. So that's one defense of bay, Another defense of Abayi is You know that maybe that's true, that shlichus is learned from a different source, and therefore... Can't be Baal Korcha, but from a different source. Or maybe you could say that it is Bal Korcha. Why? Because we do have a precedent for that in Halacha, where as we already learned in Yavamas, that a father when he has a daughter, Zakatana, he could be mekabal get on her behalf, even if she does not want to have the get. And therefore, that's he's acting as her shliach la And so since we have a precedent where there is such a thing as a shliach la in this case, the av, right, on her behalf, without her consent, so there are cases of shlichos without consent. And therefore, see me... Uh, Bar-Ashi is actually like making a nice lumpish point, but there's two reasons why it's not relevant. The first one, I think, is a little bit stronger than the Yibayis Eima. Nobody cares what I think, but I think so only because the Av accepting on behalf of his daughter is a very unique case. But, be that as it may, Shlichus is different, and so it's a good question indeed. I don't think we answer uh, it over here. And so now we get to the two dots, the last line of Chafalaf and Al So you could say that at the manageable time, 6, 10 a.m., Andrew, don't worry, 10 minutes for Ahmed Baez. You have a leaf on the, uh, you, you write the get on the olive tree uh, leaf, fine, or on the horn of a cow. Now, we said the horn of a cow is fine. Hand of a slave, also fine. You, that actually is the, right, one opinion. And the, that was actually a disputed. So the question is like this. Why do you have to give the entire cow to the wife, right? Because that's what the Mishnah says. According to that opinion, you have to give her the whole cow with the get written on the horn, and then she's divorced that way. So it says, meyad eved." As we arrive at Chafal from Beis Lo Efray, I can understand why you have to give her the entire eved, right? Because you can't cut off his hand and give her Ella Karen Shel Para, right? Rashi, the first Rashi Chafal from Beis Lo Efray, I can say the yeah. You can't cut off the hand of somebody who, who can do mitzvahs, okay? Because then chavala is not allowed. Fine. Yeah, why do you have to give the whole cow? Write the get on the cow's horn and then cut off the horn and give it to her. Uh, says the Gemara. Yeah. That the new idea that we're learning now is since the Pasuk says that you have to write the get and then hand it to her, so that means that you have to write the get in the manner where as soon as you write it, it's ready to be handed to her. So if so, that means that if you have to write it and then cut off the horn and then hand it to her, that is not, that is a violation of a kasav of a nasan. So therefore, once you write the get, it has to be ready to be given. So the only way it's ready to be given once you've written it on the horn of a cow is to have to give the whole cow because we don't have time to cut off that horn and hand it to her. And that's what we learned from that idea that you have to give her the entire right cow. Now the, the two dots, five lines down. Rabbi Yossi right? So he argues with the cover, as we said. He says, you can't write it on a living creature or on a food. You're not supposed to write on those things. Write on inanimate things. So my time to Rabbi Yossi Glili. So Gamar says, where did he get this from? So it says, the Tanya safer, Aenle La Sefer. Yeah, the, it says, of La safer. Croesus. A, a cow is not a safer. Minayin the the is called Dover. How do we know to include other things? Talmud Lomar So again, we have a tension between two ideas. of law sounds like it doesn't matter what you write it on. Safer sounds like you have to write it on a parchment. So how does Rebiyoshi Yaglili handle it? So it says, Imkein ma' talmud safer sefer. What does sefer mean according to Rebiyoshi Yaglili? Ma' That's the analysis of Rebiyoshi Yaglili, that you split these two in the dynamic, right? It, it can be written on almost anything, but it has to have some similarity to safer in the sense that it can't be edible and it can't be alive. Okay? Because safer is neither edible or alive. Okay? So then how did the Rebunnen balance safer and vakasav? So the Rabbanan say, be safer. if it had said, be safer, so then, then I, would, I would hold like you, Rabbi that it can't be alive or edible. But how should safer No. It doesn't say, vakasav and nasal be safer. It doesn't say you have to give it to her in a book. It just means safer, like sefer dvarim, like you have to write a narrative. It doesn't matter where the narrative is written. Ah, mayavdile. So, what do they do from the fact of Vakasav? In other words, according to you, Safer itself tells you that you can write it anywhere, <laughs> right? It says that you can write. All you need is a narrative, and it doesn't matter where you write it. So, what are you doing with the Kosov? You're not learning it that it could be written on a whole Dover. You already know that. So, yeah, you have to learn it that, unlike kiddushin, right? That can be done with uh, kesh, kesef starbia, gerishin has to be b'k'siva, right? Salakadaitachemina. You might have thought akesetziya lahavaya, the famous comparison of Yitzya of getting to Havaya of kiddushin. Havaya bekesef ma Havaya bekesef afyitzya, nami bekesef. Just like you can be m'kaddish. Right, this Kesef Shtar You could also, should be able to be, able to be migarish. Megarish. Kamash Malan, no. Kamash Malan, that you can't be Megarish with Kesef. You have to be Megarish with a Shtar. That's what it means by V'kazov. V'idach. And so what does Yossi Lili learn? So, safer crisis. He learns the idea that only a Shtar can affect divorce from the fact that it says, V'kazov, la safer crisis. That safer, of course. It's only a document that can create a crisis, not money. Okay, V'idach mi baile. And now again of course, we're kicking this back and forth. So what are the Khan gonna say? They're gonna say Davar be no leve na right. They they learn from safer Kresis that it has to be something that creates a, a not not this idea that it has to be done with a star Kresis, but rather that a Kresis has to be complete, that the severance has to be complete. like we learn, and we already learned this in Nazir, when he says, not right, I'm not or nadarm rather Remember these crazy cases? The husband is telling her that you can have this get, but you can never drink wine again, or you can never go to your parents again. So ain't a crisis. That's not crisis, because after all, there is a lack in the severance, right? In order to effectuate the severance, she has to now make modifications to her life. That's not a severance. Severance means she's free to be, and she's not tethered to this jerk anymore right so here he she, he's keeping conditions on her that's not severance man so he says the aids a crisis, right I, but however if he says if, if he's saying raise yeah because that's a condition on the get that he's just like she has to tolerate him for another month but then she's free okay and therefore that would work be that as it may uh Right? In other words, Rabbi is going to learn that all from the word karis, krisus. So when you boil down to the ground, the machlokas, Rabbi and the chachamim, it gets down to this detailed semantics of whether this karis be no uve can be learned from krisus itself, or does it have to say safer krisus, or, right, or, or not. And then you work backwards and you see all these different beautiful limudim, Rabbi Haglili, and the chachamim with regards to, to this uh, idea. Okay, so let's learn the Mishnah. Uh, towards the bottom of Chafalvah and says, ain't Kosvim Mechuber Lakarka." You can't write against something attached to the ground. Kosvim Mechuber Tlasha Vachosvim Onasim A contradiction that is not lost on the Gemara. That if you did write it on something that was Mechuber Lakarka and then ripped it off and you handed her, it's okay. So I thought you said you can't do it. So what's going on? The Gemara's going to ask. Posel. It sounds more consistent with the beginning of our Mishnah. That until everything is written yet uh, uh, on something that's already detached, it's not going to be kosher, it's gonna be puzzle. And Rabbi Huddin say Romer, ain't in law and diftera, you can't write a get on paper that was previously erased or on unfinished part parchment. Why? If he's talking about a get where the right the already looks like a mess, right? If already looks like a mess, so then uh, it's not clean so then it's going to all the erasures and all those things are easier to do and therefore write it on a clean sheet so to speak say that that's not something that's going to invalidate a get wait a minute so which is it can you write it on or not the Mishnah says that the Mishnah tells you you sh- shouldn't write it on something that's attached, but if you did it and handed it and handed it, it's okay. So I'm reviewed on Shmuel, Vusha Makom This is where Rashi explains that the Torif is the iker of the get. The Torah, the Torif is where it's written uh, The the Stars. it's called Makom, Haish, Raisha, Vazman, right? The names and where they are and what time it is. That's the Torif. Right? So, in other words, right, he wrote a little bit, uh, he started to write a little bit of the get, but he cut it off, and then he wrote like the main parts. That's what he means. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. Three people, opinions that all have the same terrors, which is that he cut it off before he wrote the main part of the get, and that's why our Misha says it's okay. And this is according to Rebbe Lazar. Why? This is what I was saying before. Rashi. Mishnah, Dibai, Ksiva, Darish D'Doresh, V'kosav, kra V'kosav, right? It says, V'kosav, V'loa, Chasimasa, Edim. And when we say, V'kosav, right, that's our Lazar. That's what, that's what I was saying over here. The Rabbi Lazar who says, Edim is Sirikarti, when it says, law it's not referring to the signatures, it's referring to the actual body of the G'et. So this whole idea, right, is, that the Hasima G'et, is not, as Rashi says, is not, Minatora, El'impnei Tikkun Olam. So, all I'm saying is, this or Belazar is very fundamental indeed, right? It has to do like, why are these signatures on the get? Is it a rice, a fundamental idea of a kasav? Ezra mayor says it, or is it really because of the Nesina is all that matters? And you need to have the signatures just to validate the actual Ksiva. Those are two very important things. So Armish is a reflection of Rebel Lazar. This is what I was saying before, because it's ironically, if you're focused on the Mesira, so then you don't have to be as focused on the signatures, because you have witnesses for the Mesira. And then that's when the Ksiva, and when it happens relative to when this attached thing is detached, matters, right? Because the Ksiva only matters according to Rabbi Lazar. Not according to because Re- 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 according to Rabbi Meir the Kusov isn't even the writing of the Get the Kusov is the signature of the Adam you can write the whole thing rip it off and then when you sign it it's okay because you didn't sign it on something that's talish right so uh, so that's what our mission is saying right the mission means to say that the first halacha says that ideally this is like a bedieved and a chachila that you shouldn't write the main part. I'm sorry, you shouldn't write the, the tangential part, the tofis for non-essential part first. because, Shema because maybe you'll end up writing the essential part. but if you wrote the non-essential part first, and then Talsho, Kosvelot tofus, and then, again, within Rebel Lazar, you wrote the non-essential part of the get, then you ripped it out of the ground, then you wrote the essential part of the get, kasher. It's going to be kasher even according to Rebbe Lazar because you wrote the essential part of the get after the fact. Okay, so somebody's going to come up over here. Uh, so as, as they are, come towards the Yomad, right, we were taught that even after he had it signed, right, you know what, so we'll talk about Ramey Rav Edech Mesir and Edech Hasim Akarti tomorrow. So we'll start tomorrow with very Amar, six lines up from the bottom of chafam alfamid beis. I don't want to rush that point because we could start tomorrow with a thorough explanation of eid mesir and and a chasim as it applies to this. And then we'll move on tomorrow to chaf beis.